Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Huh? I said Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, masturbational, muppetational. I don't like that. I like masturbational. Uh, I said that as a child, well, older child, and I giggled. And I'm saying it now. My 34. eyes cannot roll farther back in my head. Don't fuck around like that. Thanks. Don't stay like that. <laughs> episode oh of the spotlight series the illustrious spotlight series i'm gonna add an adjective to make it sound better okay uh we are in january mid-january and we are still dancing moving right along through <laughs> muppet month and so now <laughs> uh we watched the original one fucking amazing and so now we are moving to 1981, June 26, 1981, and we watched The Great Muppet Caper. This one, um, I want to say this is my least watched one. Same. There were chunks I didn't remember. I actually got it twisted. Uh, the scene that one of my favorite scenes of all time in any Muppet movie ever, I will fight anybody about this, is how Gonzo stops a taxi. I thought that was in the Muppets Take Manhattan Yeah. because they were in the city. <laughs> I didn't realize they were in Britain when he did yeah. it. Uh, it's, Taxi! Yeah, it, it, the way he screams it, <laughs> dives. I'll do it. He <laughs> dives in front of a fucking cab. He's Fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah, it's great when it works. Yeah. <laughs> He's been right or it's great when there. they stop. <laughs> uh, it, it's great. So this movie, it's a little bit different from the canon universe of the Muppets that we see with the 2011 version that all these movies happened. So I'm curious of how this one fits into the whole universe of it, or is it just they made a movie in that universe called The Great Muppet Cape? Because in this one, they're not all friends, like in The Muppets, like how Kermit picked up all his friends one by one and then they stayed together. In this one, uh, Kermit and Fozzie are actually twin brothers. <laughs> identical twin brothers so fucking stupid can't you see the resemblance their dad is a green bear it's the hat oh my god (laughs) that was a fucking cursed image if i've ever seen one i saw that i was like oh god help us that shit looked atrocious (laughs) like somebody took a fozzy bear and like a child took fozzy bear and then just colored it in with a green crayon like shit wasn't even in the lines he looked tore up yeah uh and so in this (laughs) This pocket universe of Muppetdom, uh, this one, Fozzie and Kermit are brothers, and Gonzo is their, like, photographer, and that's it. That's the only ones that know each other. And then when they make it to Britain, that's where they meet Miss Piggy. They're reporters. Yeah, they're reporters. Reporters, sorry. And so they meet uh, Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem, everybody. And we get to see Rizzo the Rat, and all his rat friends are here. The <laughs> For the first time. And so it's a really odd world, and, you know, towards the end of the movie they realize that they're way better together and then they stay together. And so it's odd. So I just think that in the world that the Muppets are performers, they had enough time on their hands to make a movie. And so they made this movie about their lives because it, it makes no sense to the whole canon universe because in the next one, the Muppets take Manhattan, it makes sense. And they're trying to get a musical going in Manhattan. And so it just makes sense to hold to the whole performing situation and they're all friends still so uh that was the only thing that i was confused about because i assumed all these movies were connected and they all followed the same trail but this one's just kind of takes a quick little detour 
then it jumps back into the line. Uh, but still amazing. The, the snide quick jokes from Kermit, even minute one of this movie, when they're in a hot air balloon, talking about the credits going by. <laughs> they're like, how long are the credits going to be? And they're like, oh, a couple minutes. A minute or two. And he's like, you know, I kind of want to like hop out of the hot air balloon. He's like, I just want to try it. He's like, well, you can try it once. <laughs> just silly little jokes. I didn't get it. one of my seven words. Yeah. Just silly that little jokes that I didn't get as a kid. But now it's like, this shit is amazing. And so uh, this movie is great. If you like the Muppets, you will laugh at something in this. Uh, unfortunately to me, villain wasn't as cool as the other ones. But we'll get into that later. So um, let's get going on the Muppets Take Manhattan. So like I was saying, Kermit, Fozzie, and Gonzo, they're investigative reporters for the Daily Chronicle. And so they are going to get fired because they are terrible. Uh, so <laughs> a jewel robbery happens while they're singing a song and they miss all of it. They, they don't get any pictures or anything. And so the, the, the editor is like, upset about it he's like you know what are you here for you know only reason i gave you a job is because i I know your dad and dad was a good guy so i'm giving you a chance and so they say please give us one more chance we'll travel to london investigate the robbery and we'll solve it ourselves and he's like okay i guess and so with 12 dollars to their name (laughs) they hop onto an airplane in the baggage hold because they're They're animals technically animals furry fuzzy animals but they are animals nonetheless Gonzo is a whatever. Yeah, a frog, a bear, and a whatever. (laughs) And so as they're flying, uh, the plane was going to, what was it, Italy? I think it it was somewhere, but as they were passing over Britain, the guy opens up (laughs) just a door in the baggage hold and chucks them out. Yeah. And so they just fall to their doom into a a lake. And so they're in Great Britain. (laughs) And so uh, they find the Happiness Hotel, probably one of the coolest parts of this movie. And it is just, for lack of a better word, infested by Muppets <laughs> of varying sizes. Mm-hmm. And so they live there because it's like the cheapest hotel you can get. It's free if you just run out in the middle of the night like everyone does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it, it's really awesome. Uh, we get to see the, the band. They're together. And they had an extra person. And so Katie was freaking out about him. So we'll talk about that person later. But uh, it was really cool. The band sounded amazing. Like there are moments where you get to hear him play, but it was really cool to hear him like get through like a whole song and they were soloing and stuff. It was, it was amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, so later on, they uh, go to seek out Lady Holiday. So that was the one that was involved with the whole robbery situation. And so Miss Piggy, the newly hired receptionist because she's looking for a job she wants to be a model like that's her dream in life and so she's like well I can give you a job as like the receptionist she's like I'll take it I'll take it and so Lady Holiday leaves the room and Miss Piggy's there and so Kermit mistakes her for Lady Holiday and so like always when Miss Piggy and Kermit see each other they fall in love it's the whole situation it's like well instantly well we should talk about this later like at dinner and we can work out all the things she's like okay and so miss piggy is acting like she is super duper rich and so later on <laughs> later on kermit comes to pick her up for the date 
and uh, she sneaks into John Cleese's house and acts like it's her home <laughs> and actually gives a tour on the inside of the home while the people are still there. It, it's absurd stuff, but really cute because this is still like their first time together. And so they make it to the restaurant and they're having a great time dancing or singing and stuff like that. And we get to see Charles Grodin and he's evil because he's got a, you know, when he's not the dad of a family with a giant St. Bernard, he's with got five this, giant St. Yeah, Bernard. He's got this look mm-hmm. like grimace he does because it's like his life sucks and his dog is like destroying things, which yeah. is reasonable <laughs> now that I think about it. I thought he was a, a fuddy duddy when I was a kid, but now I'm like, fuck that dog, man. He's breaking stuff. I'm like, get out of here. But, <laughs> Charles Grodin is obviously the villain of this story. And when you find out that Charles Grodin wants to steal the diamonds from Lady Holiday, and she has this one diamond that's like a fucking baseball. <laughs> and so that's literally the he, called the baseball diamond. Yeah. So that's the one that they want to steal him and some of her uh, models. models. They have a plan. They're going to get it going, but they need a patsy, a, a fall girl, a guy, someone to blame, put the blame on them. Scapegoat. There we go. That's the word I was thinking of that I couldn't say. And so that night, some more diamonds get grabbed. And so Lady Holiday's upset. And so they're putting the blame out there. And so the, ooh, what was the next thing? They go to dinner. Well, at the dinner, because the lights go off and then she gets robbed again. And then there's a fashion show. Yes. And so yes. fashion show is where they're like, okay, the next step is going. Now she's going to place her diamonds at a museum for good. She's like, I'm not wearing any more of my stuff because I don't want to get robbed anymore. So they're going to be here. It's like, cool. Now we need a scapegoat, a legit scapegoat. So one of the models hurts themselves, quotation mark, and they can't go out and do the... <laughs> This movie's absurd. And they can't go on the runway. And so Miss Piggy gets her chance to be a model. And so I love, at first it seems like Miss Piggy, everyone's like in love with her and they're cheering for her. And then she has a number, a musical number happens where she does underwater stuff and she's swimming around. Uh, All of the underwater action took tons of takes because they're working with like a waterproof Muppet and all these things had to go into it. Apparently, it was a lot of work to get that going, but it's amazing scene. She's got her own swim team with her, and they're swimming around, doing designs and stuff. And lo and behold, when synchronized she, swimming, yeah, yeah, synchronized swimming. And so, lo and behold, when she snaps out of it, apparently she walked down the runway and just fell into the like pool. <laughs> and she, I guess she was just drowning the whole time. <laughs> and then Kermit's like, "Hey, are you all right?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm great." <laughs> and so she's like. Ha ha ha, you know, uh, it, it's amazing. <laughs> like she does this all the time when she's, I don't know, when something great happens to her, she just like time stops and she just does something awesome. Like first time she met Kermit and she was like, yep, we're going to get married and all these things happen. And it was all within her looking at Kermit from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> so it's awesome. And so now when they grab Piggy out of the water, they, uh, she feels something in her jacket pocket because Charles Grodin's like, oh, you're wet. Here, here's your jacket. It's the diamonds from earlier. And so... Well, it's a necklace from earlier yeah. with no diamonds in it. Yes. And so the cops snatch up Piggy and she's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And she's like, it was you, you son of a bitch. And so she knows Nikki. His name's Nikki. Nikki Holiday. So she knows 
that it's Nikki. And so she's vowing revenge on him and she gets dragged away. And so now Kermit, Fozzie, and Gonzo have to clear her name and save the day because Gonzo overhears Nikki telling his model girls that like, yeah, we're stealing that diamond tonight and we're going to do bad stuff because we're evil. Ha 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 ha. And so uh, the Muppet boys make it back to the Happiness Hotel. They tell all the other Muppets, which at first they're like, nah, I don't want to get involved with that, man. I'm, I just want to Sounds see. dangerous. I'm good. And so later on, after getting shamed by Gonzo, <laughs> uh, they all like realize that like, no, we're, we're better together. Like we can do this as a group. And so they all team up and they head to the museum. And so it's the gallery. And so it's it's absurd. It's 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 the Muppets, you know. They get chased by a dog and they're climbing up this like pole all crazy because they're fucking puppets and and you know animals being super strong. It's all the the things that you want to see in a Muppet movie. And so they dive onto Nikki and his girls, the thieves, and they play a game of keep away. And so. <laughs> Uh, Nikki grabs Kermit and holds him hostage with a gun. And so they're like, oh, God. So while all this was happening, Piggy actually escapes from prison and gets on a motorcycle because Miss Piggy out here doing everything. Gets on a motorcycle and flies through the window on the motorcycle and just like dive bombs on Nikki and knocks him out. And then they have themselves a fight. And so uh, Miss Piggy's out here doing karate chops and hi punches to like the gut. Cause she's like the right height to punch him in like the stomach slash like vagina area. And so she's like, destroying <laughs> yeah, she's destroying all these ladies. And so uh, the Muppets, they all get their names cleared. Miss Piggy is saved, even though she broke out of fucking prison or jail. And so at the end, they all get sent back to the U S the same way that some of them departed. Uh, they're in the cargo hold and they get tossed out. But this time, they have parachutes, so that's good. And then they float float on down, being happy. And, oh, I forgot about the cameo. We can see uh, Oscar the Grouch. He pops up. <laughs> also, Jim Henson yes. is in this movie. Actually, yeah. a couple of them were in that scene. Yeah. A couple of the puppete- puppeteers. But, yeah, it was cool to see Oscar. So Oscar was in Britain just chilling. And then, and then he goes back <laughs> to America. So I thought that was really cool. So uh, what was everybody's favorite character in The Great Muppet Caper? Okay, so my favorite character that exists in all of the Muppets is Lips, the trumpet player. And he doesn't show up in hardly anything anymore. So he was in the Muppet show for a bit and he did not make it into the original Muppet movie for some reason. I have no idea why, but they chose not to put him in the original Muppet movie to play with the electric mayhem. In this second outing, they finally put him in and I forgot that he existed because it's been so long since I've gone through the original Muppet show. Um, And he hasn't been in another movie like as part of with as part of the Electric Mayhem that I've seen in a while because I haven't watched Muppets Take Manhattan in quite a while yet. Um, So seeing lips and hearing a trumpet player or hearing trumpet with the band was like, amazing to me for those of you who don't know i majored in music i play the trumpet i've been playing for most of my life and 
Lips is my fucking favorite because he's so fucking chill <laughs> and he's just ridiculous at the trumpet. He's so good. I loved him so much. The end. <laughs> Emma. Yes. <laughs> so I, I didn't have a favorite character. I didn't, but I do love Lips and I was so stoked to see him. I was like, yes, bitch. But that was so. I was, I wrote down what I wrote down was kind of ditto what Emma said. I wrote just Muppets as my favorite character. Yeah, because it, it they were great. I had a great time. Though I will say, usually when the stars they pop out, the people that get more screen time, you can't help but like them. So honorable mention: fucking Miss Piggy out there doing work. Yep. She was swimming, diving off of shit on a motorcycle, modeling. Yeah, she yep. did everything in this movie. Yeah. I forgot. Snatching up her man. Like, I always remembered that Miss Piggy was always around and she was always up front because, you know, she's Miss Piggy. But I forgot in this movie, she did all the action. It was her doing She even breaks the fourth wall talking about stunts when she's like climbing <laughs> yep. up the, the old house. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awesome. But all the crazy scenes, it was her doing stuff. And so I thought that was awesome. So I didn't realize this movie was like, piggy heavy mm-hmm. well i mean it's about her like trying to clear her name but i guess she yeah. does she still breaks out of jail but it i thought it was awesome but yeah muppets as a whole but a little leaning toward miss piggy because that shit was awesome i've got an honorable mention my secondary was uh the great gonzo um gonzo was absolutely incredible in this movie his ability to break the fourth wall was great him fucking just willingly diving out of things and in front of things and just like like committing suicide essentially a whole bunch of times to move the plot along was fucking incredible and i love that he did it in a way where he wasn't like let me shoot myself out of a cannon because i'm ridiculous uh like he does on the show and in a bunch of the movies like it was none of that it was just like hey we need a taxi taxi and he just like dove in front of it or uh when he gets thrown out of a plane he's like hey i want to do that again like let's let's fucking do that again um, he straight up yelled whoopee yeah the second whoopee! Thing, it's great out of the plane yeah. i think he loved like he was just this quiet daredevil like the whole time in the back like all this crazy shit was happening to them and he was just so chill about it i loved it yeah it was great Okay, so Katie, what was your least favorite character in A Great Muppet Caper? The models. Um, <laughs> I did not like the characters of the models. They were just, I don't know. They were ill-conceived and poorly yeah. executed. Yeah, I feel like they didn't get enough screen time for me to be like, for yep. them to have any substance. Like, yeah. Her brother, the the true like mastermind, the guy in charge, villain, like he made sense. He had this, you know, diabolical plot. He was coming up with the plots. He was leading the gang. He was doing all these things. He wanted to get back at his sister and, you know, all these different things. Like he had reasons and the models were just like, sure. Okay. Like she's kind of mean to us. So fuck it. Let's do it. It's like, get to, come on. Like. There was yeah. nothing like they could have added like two lines and brought those characters out more, like given those characters some background, but they were kind of garbage. They were just like vapid and stupid. So I don't like them. Emma. 
Same. <laughs> I was not a fan of the models. They were pretty much garbage. Yeah. Literally, like when she came in and she's like, what do you think of this neckline? And she goes, well, I don't hate it. And she goes, garbage. <laughs> and she just, from that moment, I was like, I don't like you guys. Yeah. You poop. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually went with Nikki, Charles Grodin. So in an earlier episode, I say that usually the villains in Muppet movies are amazing. And you'd be a fool not to say that they're some of your favorites. For some reason, I guess the whole fact that it wasn't just him. He had like the crew of ladies, but I don't know, it just seemed like and the the he was biggest Charlie and they were his angels. Yeah, but the biggest gripe with this movie, a lot of people liked it, but they said that the the it was overplotted and uneven. And so I kind of understand that there was a lot to this movie if you sit down with it. And so yeah. it, it I get that, but just it seems like you see Charles Grodin, he pops up a lot. I don't know, he just didn't seem that evil. He just seemed annoying a lot of the time until yeah. towards the end when he pulled out the gun on Kermit. Well, I mean, the his sister goes on to say, like, makes the point several times through before we meet him that he's just like this annoying, obnoxious person. And he's lazy and hasn't done this and hasn't done that. And she's been supporting him and blah, blah, blah. Like, she lays it on about him over and over again in the film. So we, mm-hmm. all, we already hate him before we meet him. So. True. But just when I think of other Muppet movies and the villains, you see them a lot more and just seem they seem more opposing. Yeah. You know? It was just odd with this one. It seems a lot more realistic. Yeah. There aren't I mean, there are people yeah. in this world that are just like, man, I'm evil to be evil. But then there's a lot of people that are like sneaky as fuck. Like I look very unassuming. I'm gonna do this quick little yeah. thing and then back to being annoying and quiet. Also, how dare he set up Miss Piggy like that? <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> hey, need a scapegoat. What a bitch. Hey, she it's said she'd never trust pig. another pig again. A skate pig, not a scapegoat. Escape pig. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah. So let's do seven word synopsis. Let me go first. Uh Miss Piggy stunt doubles doing God's work. <laughs> so there are, I want to say what three? Oh my god. At least three moments, or oh, at least two moments. So I think it was three of them. That it was just a full-sized tiny person in a pig costume. Not even a tiny person, a regularly sized person. Oh, on the motorcycle. That was a grown-ass person. Just They were like, fuck it, man. They didn't even bother to <laughs> find like, a, a swim girl. scene, too. Uh-huh. In the swim scene, too, it was a big-ass person in a yeah. piggy costume that just dove. I was like, that's yeah. a person. They didn't <laughs> even bother to find like a little like gymnast, like a 20-year-old no four foot five gymnasts like they couldn't even be bothered to find someone who was petite they were just like oh stunt double here's a fucking five eight like 120 pound like <laughs> person that's not that's too much it's too much work it's too much work <laughs> but uh no all through this movie you could tell when something real was gonna happen because miss piggy's body got a little too thick and tall I was like, ugh, Miss Piggy's tall as hell. Ass bitch, yeah. And then I was like, oh, she's diving. Oh, yeah, you can't do that with a Muppet. <laughs> a Muppet wouldn't get the dive. <laughs> and then, like, the motorcycle. Yeah, if you wanted a full scene of a motorcycle riding, can't have a Muppet do that, because that shit, the motorcycle fucking fall over. It's too heavy. Now, with a bike, you can do that. And la- earlier in the movie... Well, if you put it on a track, if you set it up on a track... Yeah, but a motorcycle, it's harder to... It's just too heavy. I guess. And too much working things. I guess. Yeah, so it just... 
you could tell that there were scenes that were like, well, that's not practical at fucking all. Well, no. bring in the little person or just bring in John, the only one that knows how to ride a yep. motorcycle around here. He's the smallest guy on the crew. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, learn but, how to ride a dirt bike but no quick. those stunt doubles they were out here doing the most because they had to yeah <laughs> so it was awesome katie okay uh miss piggy fucking went for it yes uh <laughs> she shot her shot with fucking kermit in this movie like in the f- in the first movie they hit it off and they're like equal parts kind of going for it they're both into it they're like hey let's meet up let's talk at this restaurant and whatever and in this one she just was like oh yeah i'm this rich woman let me (laughs) pretend to be this rich woman because that's who you think i am uh i live at this place on fancy street and let you know let me climb this house and break into this house so i could pretend to be fancy but she fucking pulled out all the stops to impress kermit she was not fucking around yep um my second one goes back to my favorite character why is trumpet player never around anymore i do not understand because lips doesn't really talk so it's not like a problem where they need a voice actor like where one of the voice actors died and then they just can't have this character around yeah just just have him there just like put him in the band and throw a trumpet player like there's literally millions of trumpet players in the world who could do this fucking justice uh not to mention people who work for disney like they've got trumpet players lists and lists and lists of trumpet players that they could throw into this it would be fucking great to see him and zoot to see lips and zoot just fucking go at it and solo against each other again like they do in this movie because with soul coming out and the attention kind of being brought back to jazz like it would be great if muppets could kind of throw some more attention into the jazz world like agreed america's first art form first original music art form like fall away yes all right um and then my last one fozzy needs a therapist for separation anxiety So Fozzie and Kermit being identical twins was a very big plot point in this film. And when Kermit and Miss Piggy set up their date, Kermit expects, you know, he's ready. He's like, yes, this, she's beautiful. I'm going to, you know, we're going to talk. We're going to have this romantic dinner, all these things. And he's getting ready. He's shaving and putting on his tux (laughs) and chatting it up with Fozzie. Like Fozzie's encouraging him and, Kermit's all excited and then Fozzie's like oh yeah you know where are we going no not we Fozzie like I'm going this is my date and Fozzie just like invites himself as a third wheel on their date (laughs) and can't like gets all depressed for a minute when Kermit's like no this is just us and he for real needs to see a therapist because like you gotta let other people live their lives (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yup alright Emma okay so fun fact before my seven word synopsis the person that plays Lady Holiday is Lady Olena Tyrell from Game of Thrones and she was in something and else Olena too. Tyrell is like the RBG of Game of Thrones uh. so <laughs> she's the shit anyway shout out Olena what up anyway um 
my seven words, a quote was plummeting. Guess you can try it once. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, cause he goes, I'd like to try that. And Kermit goes, what plummeting? I guess you can try it once. It's great. <laughs> um, and then each Kermit and Peggy meet cute is goals. Yeah. Cause they're fucking adorable. And then a quote from Gonzo when they're at the fashion show and they find him under the table and he goes, I was doing an op-ed on kneecaps. <laughs> I fucking died. I was like, you upskirt, crazy, non-named animal thing, you. <laughs> you <Ugh>. Whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, I have two more. Puppeteering hands supporting piggies gams of ham. Nice. And then my alliterative, happiness hotels, handheld heroes help hammy heroin. Yeah. Yeah, she sure was a hero of this. She was. She's yeah, great. She, she did everything, man. Yeah, she was incredible. <laughs> she put in work, man. Yeah. Okay, so this movie came out June 26, 1981. How much do you ladies think the budget for The Great Muppet Caper was? Katie? Twelve dollar dues. Twelve dollar dues, Emma. Thirty-two dollar dues. Thirty-two. Like where your heads at, Emma? The the retail price for Great Muppet Caper was fourteen dollar dues. Katie, come on down. Damn it. Yeah. <sighs> Good. <laughs> I was about to be mad because I looked at the first. Uh, the budget for the first one and i was like okay eight million it's been a couple years like they probably went up but then you were like good guess emma at her 34 i was like if this fucking movie cost in the 30s i'm gonna be fucking pissed <laughs> yeah no just going off of the popularity i could see how they would go oh yeah money, so. oh yeah in the 80s I, I understand where her head was going so what do you ladies think the box office for this movie was katie Ninety dollar dues. Ninety, Emma. I'm gonna let it ride at thirty-two. Not bad. It's not a bad guess. Uh, everyone loved this movie, but it did not do as well as the first Muppet movie. Damn, if I would would have thought it did better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everyone thought it would. And so the box office was thirty-one point two dollar dues. Nice job, Emma. Very close. Yeah, uh, that sucks. It's weird. Anyway. Everyone liked it. It just it didn't do as well. Like it, it's really odd with Muppets. Either it's a giant hit, or it makes its money, and it's like, eh, you know, it's there are tons yeah. of movies that I completely love Muppet wise, did not do, you know, Marvel numbers or anything like that, except yeah. in the Muppets version, the Disney one that made all the money. But um, I don't know. It's like I said, the Muppet movies come in waves, and then at some point they disappear for a little bit, then they pop back up. So we have one more film before they disappear for a little bit, and then uh, that Muppets Tonight show came out with the weird like uh, catfish that Purple Catfish was like the host of it. Remember, that? he's like, "Got a show for you, guaranteed brand new." No, nope. here come the Muppets Tonight. Bum, bum, bum. So they did like a, it wasn't like a late night show, but they did another show, Muppets Tonight. You should look it up because that catfish Muppet The late show with Elmo or whatever? I don't know. I don't know if he was on there. I just remember Muppets Tonight 
was the name. Muppets Tonight. And it was some weird catfish guy. He was like, like Kermit was there, I thought, but it was like this weird catfish oh, thing. Oh, like he looked like, um, he reminded me of Bob Marley for some reason. Hey, probably. But everybody was there, but. Uh, That's not the next thing they showed up in. No, Muppets Take Manhattan. And then they disappear for a little bit. Yeah, but this isn't the next thing after Muppets Take Manhattan. You're forgetting about Muppet Babies. How dare you? I'm sorry that I didn't add the cartoon version of this and not straight Muppets. I'm sorry. How dare you? Muppet Babies is the best thing the Muppets ever did. How dare you? (laughs) It's up there. It's not the best thing they did. Kermit was Indiana Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was. It was was very cute. We will fucking fight. Muppet Babies is the best thing that the Muppets ever did. I disagree. Animal drumming against Buddy Rich is probably one of the coolest things I did. Animal drumming against anybody is pretty fucking great. <laughs> I His think drum off on, against Dave Grohl was incredible too. I think he took on what Gene Krupa. He took on yep. tons of drummers back in the day. He's, yes, he has. And he's really but, damn good. Actually, he lost against Buddy Rich. He got tired and then he just threw a, a drum at him. Oh, Buddy Rich out here playing mean. <laughs> Dave Grohl let him win. Dave Grohl just like gave up at the end and was like, yeah. you win, Animal. You win. Yeah, they were going really good. And then Animal stops and you see him like hard breathing. And then Buddy Rich starts doing like one-handed drum rolls and all this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And he all ends his it. crazy shit. And then he looks at Animal. Animal's like, fuck you. Yeet! And just throws a drum at him. And it lands on his head. And then that's how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> so Animal, Animal wins, I guess, because he didn't have a drum on his head. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, shout out to Animal in this movie. He was fucking incredible. Yes. Like, more he Animal. Kept, yeah, I love Animal. He has been my favorite for a long time. And he just fucking kept eating things. And man, I'm, I love I him forgot so about much. that. Animal's yeah, just, the best. They were just using him to break open things and Because he would things. eat it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> incredible. But yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, this movie didn't make that much money. Uh, still did great. But it's kind of sad. But then... We'll see Muppets Take Manhattan. We'll see how much money comes out of that one. So I really like Muppets Take Manhattan. It's a really good one. Mm-hmm. So uh, does anybody have anything else to say about the great Muppet caper? This movie's great. Hey. Muppet movies are great. Go watch them. Ooh, fun Do fact. Do it. Fun fact. A lot of people thought that the fact that they had the name, the word caper in their theme, the title, apparently messed up their chances to make more money. It was really weird. A lot of people said, like, you probably shouldn't have had caper in the name. It's really odd, because this is a heist movie, which is some of my is one of my favorite genres. Which is what the word caper means. Yeah, so it's like a kid version, but I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people said like, "Why is the word caper in that?" It's really odd. You know? People get real picky about things. That's which weird. I guess of- people now, but in the seventies, like and eighties, like caper was a common word for a heist. Like, <laughs> I know it was just. I, I guess they wanted to put down robbery, or. Heist. The Great Actually, Muppet he- Robbery. The Great Muppet Heist. Heist would be pretty good. Yeah, but the Great Muppet Heist sounds like someone is stealing Muppets. <laughs> Kermit's just standing there. Like, the Great Muppet done. Robbery also sounds like someone is stealing Muppets. <laughs> I know. But yeah, so neither here nor there because Muppets are still around. It's not like they went away forever and died. So I'm just glad about it. But this movie was too damn good to not make a ton of money. It's a shame. It's an absolute shame. But hey, man. Great movies usually don't make a lot of money. Looking at you, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, they're amazing, but they do nothing in the theater. So um, 
if you want to tweet us about any other cool Muppet facts, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. I'm sorry, I'm burpy right now. So uh we have an email it is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So uh like always, if this is your first episode, it's a great one. Watch the Muppets. Or if you've been here for a very long time, what up, Guido? Uh, we do tons of episodes here. This is I should look, sit down, and work out what number this is. Um, that's future Otis. It's problem, a lot. So. A hey, lot. future Otis, if you at this point, if you want to do it, put the number in right here, or not. I'm not gonna get mad at you because it's late. But we love doing this for Katie, for Emma. Uh, thank you for listening. We have a couple more Muppet films to do, at least four more, if I'm counting right. Yeah, got a bit. Yeah, so we're going to keep going into January, and in February it's going to be rom-coms and comedies, a whole lot of laughing and yep. some tears. But um, but no, this is really fun. I enjoy Muppets, and I got to sit down with my friends and stuff and just talk about Muppets. It's some of the, the coolest stuff in the world. So uh, it, it's always awesome to shred back through all of this and look at it again because i haven't seen these movies in in years yep. actual decades yeah i haven't sat down and watched them so it's always fun to watch some of like the coolest things i know just make great movies <laughs> so uh like always thank you so much for listening oh uh all the thank yous and stuff uh the studio feeds us uh thank you thank you emma thank you katie thanks for being here thanks for watching movies with me and talk about them uh thank you for everybody listening so like always thank you for listening and we'll be back very soon with another episode okay bye guys